every interaction that we have with another brand can be a learning experience. This is Brandology, a podcast that dives deep into the highs and lows of business, the ins and outs of branding, and all things entrepreneurship. We're unearthing the science, soul, and strategy behind building a fearless brand, and we're not holding back. So if you're ready to create the business of your dreams, you're in the right place. Welcome to Brandology. Hello, hello. Welcome back yet again to Brandology. I have a super juicy episode for you today, and it's something that's a little, I guess, brand hack that I like to use all the time, and it really is a game changer. And the great part is that everyone can do it. Everyone can relate to this. Everyone can learn from this episode, and it's super easy to implement as well. So if you know me, I'm all about simplifying my business, simplifying branding. Like I'm not here to make things more complex. I'm all about simplifying things down and making life easier. And this is one of those hacks where I just feel like it really makes life so much easier. So today I want to talk about how much we can actually learn from how we act and how we work and think as consumers and how we can apply this to our own business. And what I'm talking about here is actually looking at how and why we buy things or don't buy things. And this is something you can really think about every single day because we regularly buy stuff, right? Like some people buy more things than others, but whether it's for ourselves or for our dog or for our business, like we're pretty regularly buying things. And when we actually look at our own buying process, there's so much we can learn here. It is such a golden opportunity to learn more about the buying process and the psychology that goes into that and how your subconscious mind works when you are in that process yourself. And the reason I wanted to talk about this in particular today is Because I thought about it, like I think about this quite regularly and I'm always learning from my own buying experiences. I have touched on this in a previous episode too, where I went through sort of the buying process for some dog training for my dog and what went on there. It was a quite an interesting experience. So I'm always learning about, you know, why and how I buy things. But I had another instance that happened a couple of weeks back where I was going to buy a new shirt. So it's a t-shirt from an activewear brand. And I was looking for a really sort of specific style of shirt, sort of like an oversized shirt that would match my sort of neutral activewear wardrobe. And I just was, I just had a particular sort of style, like cut of the shirt in mind. And I found one which pretty much fit the bill. I really did like it. And I basically added it to my cart So I had it sitting in there and I, I'm sure you guys have done this before, experienced this before. You've gone to your cart, you've literally gone as far as like typing in your address and everything and picking what shipping you want and you're just about to pay, but then you stop and you're like, hmm, that's what happened to me. I stopped, I was just about to pay and I thought, hang on, I'm just going to like sit on it. 
I'm just going to sit on it. So I switched tabs. I did something else for a bit, have this shirt in the back of my mind. And I sort of flip-flopped back and forth for like uh, probably a week over this shirt, which is just insane. Like it's just a shirt. However, it was quite an expensive shirt. I will say it was from like more of a high-end activewear brand and the shirt was quite expensive for what it actually was. However, I was like struggling to find the right sort of fit of the shirt. And that's why I sort of had my eyes on this one because it seemed to fit the bill. However, it was from a brand that I have purchased from before, but I actually don't fully agree with the brand itself, like what it stands for, how it treats its staff. There's like some things about this particular brand, which I am a bit iffy about as a consumer. And this was the biggest thing that was stopping me from buying this shirt. Cause I thought if I am going to spend this much money on a shirt, I would rather give it to a business that I want to back, like a business whose clothes I genuinely want to wear, a business I genuinely want to support, like a business that I actually connect with as a consumer. I don't really want to support this business that has done some questionable things in the past, essentially, even though firstly, I have bought from them before. So I'm not saying that I've never bought from them. I have, but each time it's because I couldn't find that thing anywhere else. So I was kind of like, well, this is the only place I can find it. So I'm going to buy it. But each time it's been in the back of my head, like, oh, you don't really like this brand, Alex. And my purchases from them have reduced quite significantly over time as I have like just felt more and more disconnected from this brand. But anyway, this shirt was sort of like the final straw. I just, I did get to the cart, like to the, the payment stage, like three different times. And then never ended up going through with it, never ended up buying the shirt. It just sat in my cart forever. And I've just now decided, you know, I'm not going to get this shirt. I will find something else. So this business has lost the sale from me and they've actually not necessarily done anything wrong from like the customer journey perspective. So I do want to say that like their website's very easy to navigate. They sent me abandoned cart emails. They you know, made it very easy to do the online checkout. So from that perspective, they actually haven't done anything wrong, but it's more so the actual brand that they're building and the brand that they continue to build. I just feel more disconnected from it as time goes on. Like with pretty much all the decisions they make for their business, I just move further and further away from wanting to support that brand, which is just fascinating when you think about it, because I really did want the shirt. Like I loved the shirt, really wanted the shirt. But this was the thing that stopped me this time. And that is also the thing that's going to stop me making future purchases from them. It's actually the brand that they're building and how they're presenting themselves, the kind of decisions they're making, the things they stand for, the way they interact with their community, all of these things that go into building a brand. That's what's turning me away from their business and turning me towards a different business. So just from this one sort of interaction We can learn so much. And like, I personally learned so much when I went back and thought about why I'm actually not making this purchase, why I'm not putting my payment details in and buying the shirt. What is stopping me from making this sale? And that is just one instance of so many where I have either bought something or I haven't bought something and there has been a reason why. And this is what I really want to get used to think about like when it comes to you just as a consumer thinking about your purchases more deeply so that doesn't mean going into it like thinking okay 
I'm going to buy this thing because of X, Y, Z, but I'm saying make the purchase or don't make the purchase, but then think about why, like reflect back and go, okay, I impulsively bought that thing online. What made me do that? Why did I do that? Or I went into a store, I was going to buy something and then I didn't buy it. Why did I put it back on the shelf? And like, maybe it was how the staff treated you. Maybe it was the store layout. Maybe it was the quality of the product or whatever it might be. Like thinking back about why you did or did not buy the thing. And like the example that I was talking about a few episodes back with dog training, it was really about the way they took me through the journey because I was sort of looking for online sort of support initially for my dog. And it was just insane to me, like how every business was doing it so differently and led me through the process so differently. And I could tell some, some of these businesses really did care. Some of these businesses made it so easy for me to, you know, get a freebie and then go to the next step and the next step. And then some businesses just didn't seem to care. They made it really hard for me. And so they lost that potential sale. So there's so much we can learn when we go back and just reflect on what this process was like for us. And then the the reasons, big or small, as to why we did or didn't buy. And we can even look at this from such a granular level. Like we don't even have to look at it as, oh, why did I not buy this high ticket course? What were the reasons for that? Why did I not buy this expensive shirt? We can look at it as also when I'm doing my grocery shopping, why did I pick this brand over this brand? that do the exact same thing. And maybe it's, oh, well, I've been buying this other brand forever. So like, obviously I'm just going to buy that brand. Okay. Well then why are you buying that brand? Why is that the one you've bought forever? What is it that made you buy that in the first place? And why do you trust that brand so much? Or if you are just looking at two different products at the supermarket that you've, you've not bought this product before, and you're just picking between a brand, why did you pick the one that you picked? Or why did you not pick the one that you didn't pick? So thinking about it from both angles. So we can really think about this from, you know, just something as small as buying a bag of chips at the supermarket. And then we can also look at it from the perspective of why I bought this, you know, $3,000 course, for example, or why I didn't. And I really do think there's so much to learn from looking at every single transaction you make uh, and why you made that transaction and what it brought to you, you know, how you felt when you bought the thing, how you felt after you bought the thing, that transformation that was created for you, the feeling that was created. And then, like I mentioned, also looking at why you don't buy things, because we can learn so much about why we don't. So in my instance, with not buying that shirt, why I added to cart, but didn't buy, why I didn't follow through with the sale. This really is so interesting when you start looking deeply into this and sort of questioning your decision making and questioning why you've done certain things, why you felt a certain way, how that brand made you feel, because these are all things we can really start to apply in our own business. And obviously, we're not going to be able to apply every single thing we learned because we are probably building different brands. But overall, the overarching sort of lessons here are things we can easily bring into our business. So whether that's how easy it was for you to make the purchase or how the packaging looked or the cost for the quality of the thing or how you were treated by the staff or the layout of the website or whether they offered afterpay, like whatever it might be that impacted that decision for you, I would start writing these things down, making a little bank of notes on how this brand made you feel, why you made this purchase, 
all of that because this is invaluable information. We can learn so much from what other businesses are doing. It doesn't matter if they are in a completely different field to us, if they're in a totally different niche or industry, it does not matter because at its essence, businesses are pretty much the same in terms of businesses are alive because of their customers. So they need people to buy things from them. They need their things to be purchased. So when they can connect properly with that customer or with that client, that is when sales are made. So we can look at how they are going about that connection process, how they're creating a brand that people want to buy from. And because we're purchasing so many things in our lifetimes, like, you know, probably a couple of things a month, a week, depending on your spending habits, we can be learning so frequently just from our own experiences. And honestly, this same concept can be applied to so many different things. So another thing that I really like to do is to scroll through reels, like take a bit of time just to scroll through reels, take a bit of time to scroll through the explore page on Instagram and see what catches my eye. And I am obviously not looking at things like that are unrelated to business. So I'm not looking at things like funny videos or skits or cats or anything like that. Like they're more business related reels or business related posts on the explore page. But I will scroll through and I'll see what catches my eye. If I am just scrolling through reels and I'm not stopping at any and then suddenly one makes me stop and I sit there and I read it and then I read the caption and then I'm going to think to myself, okay, why did that reel make me stop? Why did that reel make me actually stay there when none of the other previous like 20 reels could do that? And I stayed and I even read the caption and then making some notes around that and trying to understand what made you stop and read that reel. This is such a powerful tool, like this self-reflection on your own everyday experiences can truly teach you so much because you are a consumer. Okay. So we are all consumers. We all buy things. And when we can really start tapping into our own minds of how and why we buy or what makes us stop, what makes us interested in a brand, what connects us to a brand, these kind of things, then this is just free, amazing intel that we can get every single day and we can apply to our own businesses. So when it comes to sort of looking at these reels, looking at uh, content pieces on the explore page and sort of seeing what draws you in, the next the next step of that is really like I will go to their Instagram page, for example. If I liked the reel, I'll go to their page and then I'll do a little bit of exploration. I'll go, okay, how how much information am I getting here? Like just immediately landing on their page. How am I feeling? How is their brand looking? Like how am I starting to perceive them? How easy is it for me to learn about what they do? Like, do they have pinned posts? Like what's in their highlights? Do they have an active story? What are they talking about? And then also something I like to look at is how easy it is to be able to work with them or to purchase from them. So it's always good to sort of click their link in bio and see what is there, see what they're offering, see how easy it is to buy, even if you're actually not intending to buy from this specific person, we can still learn so much just by looking at how people have things set up for their own business. We can see things that make us go, oh, that's confusing. That's weird. I don't like that. That is so much great intel right there. Or we might see something that makes us go, oh, that's a really cool way to do it. That was so easy to get to that page. She just made me actually want to buy that, even though I came here not wanting to buy anything. So clocking these things as we come across them, 
And I'm pretty sure in another episode, I've actually gone over this too. So I'm pretty sure I have two past episodes where I have gone into bits and pieces of my own experience as a consumer and what I've learned from that. But I'll just bring one of them up again. Uh, When I was looking for a particular person to help me in my business and I was on the hunt for this particular person on Instagram and some of the people who I came across who I actually thought seemed pretty good made it really, really hard for me to actually work with them. So one of them had her Instagram. It looked great. I was pretty happy with what I was seeing and reading there, but I wasn't able to find a whole lot of information about like her services and her pricing, which I did want to know before I inquired with her, because that's the kind of consumer that I am. So I went to a link in bio and I found basically nothing of use there. It was just a link to book a call with her immediately, like book a call, like not even inquire first, like just book a call straight away. And I'm not saying that's not the way to do it because that's how I actually do it in my business. I allow people to book calls with me straight away, like as at the same time as they fill in the application form. However, the important thing there is that people should have all the information they need before they make that decision to book the call with you. So you're trying to cater for different kinds of purchasing styles. And for me personally, I'm a consumer who likes to have all the information before I go into a call. Now, there are going to be some people out there who don't bother with that. They just book the call, go in and ask all their questions there. Now, that's not who I am. There's different kinds of people in the world. So that's why it's important to make sure that you're catering for that. So for the people who do need that information before they book the call, allow them to find that information easily. That should be a simple thing that was either on her Instagram or she led me to a page on her website where she had that information and also a link to book a call because that is important too. And because she didn't have that and she just led me straight to book a call, there was no other page on her website. That was literally the only thing on there. I did not inquire with her. So that was a lost sale right there when that could have been a new client for her. So it's things that are as simple as that. Which, you know, when this happened with me, I thought, wow, I need to make sure that it is so clear for me when I am taking people through this process before they book a call with me. I need to make it so easy for them to find this information. I need to make it so clear. And it already was, but it really gave me that kick up the bum to be like, okay, go back through, look at everything from your client's perspective, see if it makes sense, see if it's easy to understand, see if that information is easy to access, just double check and make sure. Because I could now firsthand see and feel the impact of not having that set up properly. I could see how easy it is to lose a sale just by not making it easy for people to find that information. Such a simple thing, right? And this is where it can also be so helpful to go and see how businesses that you admire are doing things. And again, doesn't have to be in the same industry as you at all. can be in a totally different industry, but go and look at those brands that you admire and go, okay, how are they doing things? How easy are they making it? How do I feel when I'm interacting with their business? How are they communicating to me? How often are they emailing me, you know, or how often are they posting We can really learn so much from businesses that are already where we want to be. And it doesn't mean we take exactly what they're doing and we copy it. We still need to use critical thinking to make sure that this is going to work for our business. It's going to it's going to work for the brand that we're building. It's going to work for our audience. But it gives us such great insight into, okay, this is what's working. 
this is what's not working. And for me as a consumer, this is what feels good for me and what doesn't. So everything that we do can really be a learning experience for us when it comes to our business. Every interaction that we have with another brand can be a learning experience. And it really doesn't take long to just think back to that interaction that you had and go, okay, how did I feel about this? Why did it go this way? What can I learn from this? Because I do feel like when we're on the other side of the business, so when we are the business owner, sometimes it can be easy for us to get a little bit blinded by the business side of things and thinking about things as the owner of the business. So thinking about things from like more of a CEO perspective rather than how your audience is feeling and how your customers or clients are feeling and how things are for them, which is one of the most important parts, because as I mentioned before, like we don't have a business without our audience and without our customers, but it can be easy to sort of get carried away by other things in business or focus our energy in areas where we're not actually making a lot of impact, for example. So when we step back into the shoes of the consumer, when we step back into the shoes of the client and we see things from that perspective, which is easiest to do when we do it through other businesses, that's when we can start to really identify those areas where we might need to work on things more, where we might need to make some changes. So I hope this was helpful for you. I hope this has given you some things you can start thinking about. I know for me, this has been so, so helpful in so many different areas of my business. So I hope this is something you can start to implement. I think you'll find it super useful. Thank you so much for joining me. And as always, I will catch you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Brandology. I am so happy to have you here. I hope you got something out of this episode. If you did, I would so love it if you could hit that follow button on your podcast platform. And if you really loved it, it would be so amazing if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really, really helps. I would also love it if you could share this podcast with your business besties because I'm dropping new episodes every week all about the soul and strategy behind building fearless brands and I would love to spread the word to as many entrepreneurs as I can. Thank you so much for listening and I'll be back in your ears next week.